Welcome to the podcast of Outpouring International with Scott and Marla Sheely, where you can expect prophetic encouragement, engaging guests, and the Word of God. Love God, love people. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody, this is Scott. And this is Marla. We're so glad you're here with us on the podcast today. I loved our new role in, didn't you? I know. That's our daughter, Janae. Yeah. That she made those for us. Thank you, Janae. Yes, thank you. And we don't have a special guest on here, but I hope, you know, we're engaging enough. It said we have engaging guests. It's just us today. We think that you're special, and that's why we're making this podcast for you, so that uh, what we've learned by doing life uh, together as a husband and wife for the past 33-ish years or so. That's right, 33-ish. With four kids and having ministered and done churches and uh, short-term missions all over the world and uh, and and being challenged in life in all the different ways that everybody does. And so we, we do no, no, these... No, 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 We have a perfect life. Nothing <laughs> ever goes wrong. <laughs> we do these podcasts for you. And so <laughs> yes. you're the special person today, whoever's listening today. You're the VIP. Yeah, thank Pat you for listening. Pat yourself on the back. Podcasting with Scott and Marla. Yes. <laughs> what do you want to talk about today? Well, I think that we should probably talk about what's going on right now in our life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So what's going on in your life right now? Well, back in July, I started having a few physical symptoms that didn't match what should have been. July 2023. Right. And, you know, we kept doing life and missions and all kinds of things. But in between all the things that we were doing, I would run to the doctor and see if I could figure out what the problem was and did a bunch of tests and took another trip. And we were gone for 31 days and came back and had another test. And then they did a biopsy and decided that uh, the doctors decided that I had endometrial cancer. And that's what was causing all the issues and the symptoms. And so um, we have been on a journey since it was probably around November 29th or something of 23 that we found out. And uh, uh, we've been on a journey of receiving my healing. That's right. And uh, it hasn't manifested yet, but I'm still receiving it. Somebody asked us how we are doing. And it was right like the same day that we found, got the report back from the doctor. And uh, somebody said, well, how are you guys doing? And I said, well, like that same day or the day before that, we had just finished recording some radio shows and about encouraging yourself in the Lord uh, and and knowing that God didn't go anywhere. And we're talking about, you know, when darkness rears up and God always has a plan to, to win no matter what the devil brings. And uh, we did like two or three of those shows mm-hmm. before we got that news. And mm-hmm. I said, well, I think we already encouraged ourselves before <laughs> we got the news. <laughs> but oh. but we, we have. We've lived this way for for a long, long time, for many, many years. And and that is is encouraging ourselves in the Lord, in the Word of God. And, and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. What do you do... When you get bad news, what what do you do when, uh, when life throws you a curveball and and you get knocked down? What what happens? You know, it's kind of funny too. I'll just add this: um, one of our most popular podcasts 
and radio shows that we've done is the one where we talk about the Valley of Why. And we were actually walking through some whys. We didn't know what was going on with me. We didn't say anything to anybody. We were just trying to find out what the what you know what the symptoms were coming from and then when we finally found out then we went ahead and announced what we were walking through and what we're going to walk through the key word there is through not stop at but keep going and get to the other side and um uh so what was your question so what 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 do we do when we get bad news what what's your what's your response well you can I think the first thing that comes to my mind is choose you this day who you will serve. And you have a choice when bad things come to immediately choose which side you're going to be on. And you can choose the kingdom of God or you can choose the kingdom of darkness. And, you know, both of them, um, they're they're not easy to, to, it's not easy to go the kingdom of God way. It's it's very easy to go the kingdom of darkness way because yeah, it's so I mean, easy so, to get sucked in. So let's fill in the blank. Yeah. So what the 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 kingdom of darkness comes when you get bad news and um, there's this foreboding spirit that comes. It's like a big monster in the future of what if, what if this, what if that, uh, what if I can't pay for it, what if. What if it's more serious than they said? I mean, you can go as far as you want in the arena of uh, using your imagination to come up with disastrous endings to the story. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't bring fear. It mm-hmm. can cause anxiety. It can, it can even make, make you sicker. It can, yeah, it can make your body more sick, get, make your pain worse. Uh, it can rob you of sleep, which mm-hmm. you dearly need because you don't, you know, you don't normally sleep as well when you don't feel good. And so, I mean, add on top of that a bunch of stress and anxiety and worry, and now you're you're tossing and turning all night uh, because your brain didn't turn off. It, mm-hmm. There's no peace, and so this is what we're looking at when we when we choose darkness. We're not saying that you're that you're partnering with darkness on purpose. All we're saying is is that you're listening to that voice, and the suggestions even come through people that you love. Uh, from all kinds of sources where people will tell their horror story of their relative that had something and instead of encouraging you and, and loving you and, and lifting you up. So that's that's the dark side of, of the bad news when it comes. The dark side. <laughs> the dark side, yeah. So Or you can hold your situation, because it doesn't have to be healing that you need. It could be all kinds of any things. Bad any news. Any bad news. Yep. You can hold that situation up to the light of God's word and see what he says about it and walk out your victory um, with him and through the word. And you pretty much pounced right on that. I did. I mean, like on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go. I wasn't going <laughs> to the dark side. You're like, you, you went through a few decision making processes that went really fast. Like, do I, how soon do I tell everybody? And you just like pulled the ripcord and jumped out of the plane. I'm telling everybody. And I'm, and so. Well, she, let me ta- tell you why. I started thinking about it and I thought about people that have ha- walked through hard things and whatever that is, and there, I have been around people where they have not told anybody. They just kept it secret between them and their yeah. spouse or their doctor or whoever, and they've kept things 
or they've kept things um, just between a small group of people, you know, because they all think alike and we can all encourage one, you know, just a small group. Or I've been around people that, you know, went ahead and said things and um, to everybody. And I looked at those and I thought to myself, I really didn't see a different kind of an outcome. Yeah. On any of them. They all had pros and cons. And so I thought, why live in a cave? Why stay isolated? Why not just go ahead and and share this and maybe it'll help somebody else who's walking through something hard. Yeah, and so you made a decision to just to hold it up to the light of God and his word, but you also made a decision to say, "Hey everybody, this is what the doctor said." Mm-hmm. And watch what your what your testimony is ahead of time. You're saying, watch what God's going to do. That's right. Because it wasn't uh, feel sorry for me nope. news. Nope. It wasn't. Uh, this is the. I mean, you didn't even spend any time really on what the doctor said. You're just like, oh, here's the prognosis. Yeah, man, and, and shift into high gear with. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. And yeah. so, where did you where did you start? There has to be a has to be a starting point to uh, something to stand on first that will guide you through the rest of this process. So, Well, I think the one of the first things was is I had to make sure my thoughts were in line with the Word of God. That had to be, I mean, I think the victory starts there. Yeah. And I have to be, not that, not that I have to be, um, what's, how do I describe it? Not, I, Oh, how you do didn't I say have this? to pretend that your uh, that your diagnosis didn't exist, right? Right, and, exactly. And pretend that it's not there, and pretend that you're already healed. Um, you you acknowledge that's what the doctors say that you have, and uh, and you had some symptoms that agreed with with what that was, mm-hmm. and so it's not like it's not like they just came up with something that they think is there. We it, it convert, confirmed what was going on, and so um, some, sometimes faith gets all stirred up in a in a bad soup where we think that faith says that it's not there. No, faith says whatever's there, God's well able to help me with. Yeah. However, that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's that scripture uh, about faith um, and hope? Um, I went well, there's, blank there there's for faith, a second. Faith, it's in the end of the love chapter, and it says, uh, "Faith, hope, and love." But the greatest, greatest no, that's of these not the is one love. I'm thinking of okay. Um. Anyway, maybe it'll come to me. But the first scripture that I stood on was Philippians four, six through eight, and it says, "Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing." Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God. With overflowing gratitude, tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. That's super uh, important um, that I do that first part so that God's wonderful peace will guard my heart and mind. Yeah, so what you think matters. Mm -hmm. So that's why we started off with, you know, the devil wants you to imagine all the bad things that can happen. So your imagination happens in your in your in in what you think. <laughs> That's right. So so and if you have faith in God and what he said, now we're we're on purpose thinking about that. 
Yeah. And then verse eight says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. And then verse nine says, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for peace. Yeah. And it came immediately. And God, you know, Holy Spirit directed you to that scripture, and you stood on that to begin with, and it just seems like, you know, as, uh, uh, you know, aside from the physical uh, difficulties that you're experiencing, it's just the peace of God has been the most, uh, the strongest thing in in the house, and you could you can tell it's here, and so uh, when we set our heart on on God and we think about uh, things that are pure and lovely and of good report, the Bible says, you got to have something to take the place of your bad thoughts. And you, what you need to put in there is something straight out of the, out of the Bible, and because that's where the power of of that builds our faith up is is those words from from the Bible. Yeah, I, I looked up that scripture. I couldn't think of was Hebrews. It. Yeah, it's like it's like a basic Bob scripture here. Uh, Hebrews eleven one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. So when so so the things hoped for that happens in your mind too. Mm-hmm. What you when you hope, uh, hope is a confident trust in God and and. And you you can't have hope and worry and dismay and anxiety at the same time. That's right. Because hope looks for something good coming in the future, and the other ones is it's faith in reverse. It's it's faith in darkness. What darkness can produce? So faith faith in what darkness can produce is fear. It's it's anxiety. It's all the it's all the dark side emotions. Right. If you want to look at that in a different translation, it says, now faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. The thing I long for is healing in my body. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. So that's that's where I started from. Yeah. So now you have peace in your heart. Mm-hmm. and Now let me just say that doesn't just come and stay it's a fight to keep it there well yeah every because, day because you're 24 7 having to like keep your thoughts in check well and when you have symptoms you know if i didn't have symptoms i wouldn't think about it right yeah i'd kind of be like out of sight out of mind yeah but if you're living with symptoms it's kind of like it's always there knocking at your door and so you've always got to be uh on guard yeah, uh, it's that's that's exactly right. I mean, and, and it can be even symptoms like because you're dealing with a physical a medical issue, those symptoms you can feel, but there could be symptoms that like relationship problems mm-hmm. or marital. you know financial mm-hmm. trouble, marital problems. I mean, it's, your wife just doesn't go away. That, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, just because you set your heart on God doesn't, it's not a magic wand that right. just makes everything wonderful all of a sudden. But it does bring the peace of God, and it gives you something to hold on to uh, in in between the two doorways. You go through one door right. into the hallway. Well, the hallway is where we're waiting mm-hmm. <laughs> until we get to go through the door of victory, mm-hmm. right? Well, what do you do while you're waiting? Yeah. 
And so that's kind of goes along with that valley of why, like we, we're impatient people. Right. All of us are. We're microwave Humans people. do not like to wait. We do not want like it when we don't know the answer of what's coming next. And uh, that's, that's a little bit scary uh, for anybody, really, uh, until you put your trust in God and you realize, hey, he, he saw this coming and he's made a way of escape for us. Well, long time ago he did. Yeah. On the cross. Yeah. Um, when he was beaten and and uh, went through death, but he went through burial and then he went through resurrection. Yeah, and- matter of fact, right after Adam and Eve sinned, uh, God prophesied that the seed of 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 Adam and Eve, the seed of Eve, would be he was talking about Jesus, would be Bruise the head of Satan. Mm-hmm. Well, so when Satan or sickness and disease or whatever dark problem comes against us, its its root is in sin. Its root is in Satan's realm of darkness. And so uh, God prophesied right off the bat when sin first entered the world that his son Jesus would <laughs> would stomp on the head of of, of the devil. And so we we are also that seed. We're we've been grafted into the vine. We're part of the body of Christ. And so um it's our job to stomp on the devil's head when he comes and messes with us in one way or another. And the way we do that is through the word of God. Jesus demonstrated that uh in the wilderness when the devil was tempting him and he tempted him three times and three times Jesus answered with a scripture, he said it's written, and then the devil had to leave. Mm. And this is this is how Jesus is showing us how to stomp on the head of the devil. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you did. So you mm-hmm. started picking up. I'm a fighter. Scriptures mm-hmm. every every day. You had a scripture to stand. The on. night before, I'd go to bed. Almost always, the night before I go to bed, I got a scripture for the next day. Sometimes they didn't come to the next morning, but um, I've just been finding a scripture to stand on and uh and there's a lot of them let yeah. me just say there's a lot of them um and i've been writing them down on note cards and just uh marinating in them you know when you marinate meat in some kind of um liquid or or, or broth of some sort that meat takes on the flavor of whatever it is that you're marinating it in. And so I'm choosing to marinate in the word of God so that my life takes on the flavor of Jesus. And it, and honestly, that's not something that you need to wait for a hard time to do. Yeah, You should already be doing that. But that's what um, I was choosing to, I'm choosing to find scriptures and, um, promises that have to do with what I'm walking through. Yeah, and so right now. what you're talking about is um there's there's actually I can't remember the the chapter verse but um there's a there's a a scripture that says, you know, if you wait until there's a crisis to invite God into your life and and to trust, you know, to scream for help and expect him to come and help you he he won't be able to hear you the bible says because you, you he doesn't know you he doesn't mm. know he doesn't recognize your voice he doesn't mm-hmm. you haven't built a friendship with him and a relationship with him and so um and when we 
when we're putting our faith in God's word, it's it's way easier if you're doing that on a daily basis, like uh, reminding yourself of what the Bible says. And I think this goes right along too with what you did when you decided to include everybody in this journey instead of keeping it uh, quiet. And and that is is that we need community. Other people are encouraging you. Other people oh, yeah. are praying for you. Mm-hmm. you we, we had a lady give us a book the other day. We've had people send scriptures, and mm-hmm. um, your dad wrote you a letter and made you cry, you know, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. So. Yeah. So it, you have to um, you have to contend for what you're believing for. And, uh, you know, one of the scriptures that I've been standing on is Isaiah 41.10. It says, Do not yield to fear. I am always here. Never turn your gaze from me, for I am your faithful God. <laughs> yeah. I will infuse you with my strength and help you in every situation. I will hold you firmly with my victorious right hand. Yeah, Isaiah 41.10. It's good stuff. But just like peace, I have to... I ha- you know, I have to keep um, my thoughts stayed on him, but I have to do the same thing with fear. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, you- I don't have good days every day, do I? No. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm just being honest. I have moments where I need a Kleenex, yeah. like right now. Yeah. Yeah. So when when we're equipping ourselves with the scriptures, what we're doing is is we're we're planting a garden in our future. Um Proverbs says a man will eat the fruit of his lips. Um, so our words, so Marla not only reads these scriptures, but she says them out loud to herself. She's mm-hmm. uh, Throughout the day, she's saying it. She's recording it on social media and releasing it out there. So she's saying it over and over and over on recordings, and we're doing it now. You have to say something sev- or hear something seven times before you believe it. And so... I'm, I want to believe it. I don't just want to have empty words. I don't want it just to be in my head. I want it to be in my heart. I want it to be in my life. Yeah, and so you said earlier it's it's not something that you only do when when bad news knocks on your door. No, this is this is uh, I've heard you say uh, that this is basic Christianity. This is these are the tools that God gave us to grow with, to to do life with, to train our children with, to make decisions on where we live, what car to buy, what you know, don't go down this street, go down that street, all that kind of stuff about that that God helps us with on a day-to-day basis comes out of knowing the word of God. Mm-hmm. It comes from knowing how he relates to us and 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 it's a it's it's a faith builder. It's it's a relationship builder. I don't even know what to say. Well, <laughs> You want me to read another scripture that I'm standing on? Yeah, these are awesome. Um, Okay. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God, my strength, my Redeemer. So may the words of my mouth, my meditation and thoughts, and every movement of my heart be always pure and pleasing, acceptable before your eyes, Yahweh, my only Redeemer, my protector. That's uh, Psalm 19, 14 in two different translations. And then Colossians 3, 2, set your affection on things above and not on things of the earth. Feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. You know, a lot of people are just waiting 
um, until Jesus comes to reap the benefits of heaven. But the truth is, is that we can have heaven here on earth. We have we have promises. We have an inheritance. We, we have. have a, he made a feast available. He made a feast available for us so that we could have it right here on earth before we get to heaven. I don't want to wait to get up there to, or get up there wherever there is. Um, I don't want to wait till Jesus comes to start reaping the benefits when I have access to it now. Yeah, I mean, why would it say in Psalms twenty three that He prepares a table before me in the midst of my enemies? If if we're waiting for heaven and waiting to be with Jesus at the end after we die, and then there will be well, there will be a feast then. Yeah, but. The fe- the feast he's talking about in Psalms twenty three is in the presence of our enemies. When, when we're when we die and we're instantly present with Jesus, we're not going to have any enemies anymore. <laughs> you know, and so when we so now when when bad news comes when 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 life throws you a curveball, this is the time to have a feast, and the feast is is the word of God. The Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So uh, that's out of Psalms 2. And so not chapter 2, but Psalms also. And so there's a, there's a feast to be had. And, and that feast is, is relationship with God. It's, it's a heart partnership with him where you totally trust him and you give him access to, to every part of your life. Yeah, that's right. That's the feast. And then the joy comes and the, and the peace comes and... Uh, you've had some amazing uh, responses already to this uh, this fight that you've took on yeah. uh, by releasing it through Instagram and Facebook. It's called Marla's Musing. <laughs> yeah, I've just been I've just been sharing what I've been thinking about, and it's not something I write down, and it's not scripted. It's just I get on for anywhere from four to eight minutes and just share what I'm thinking about and. And, we're getting um, some testimonies man, back. Of I can't people believe the testimonies. It's just changing the way they they yeah. know God. Yeah, they didn't know these. I know, and that's what surprises me when I, because when I first started, okay, to be perfectly honest, the Lord told me to do it, to to start doing it, and so I said, okay, I got the news like on November 29th, and on and He told me that on December first to start doing these every day during my journey, and so I'm like, okay, that's not usually what I do. I'm not usually the one on the the video it's usually i'm videoing you or you know i might take a picture of my me and post it but talking on video is typically not what i do and um and so i I was like okay december 1st came i was ready to go i'm getting ready to walk into where i was gonna to tape it and um i got nauseated oh i got so sick and i was like oh no and then I thought, no, this is just an attack that I'm not supposed to do this. I mean, to try to get me not to do this. Yeah. And I was like, no, I am not. I am not giving in. I am fighting through this. So I went and I just went and sat down and just turned the video on and started talking and um, and sharing. And nobody knew it that I didn't even think to tell them, by the way, I'm just super nauseous because. Yeah. <laughs> But I did it anyway, and then when I was done, I was like, yeah, I'm not nauseous anymore, and and um, so I killed that one right away, yeah. and so I started doing them, <coughs> excuse me, and people have been sending me testimonies, and I, I thought, 
you know, this kind of stuff is stuff that we we cut our teeth on when we were yeah. uh, young Christians. And I thought, well, this is just going to be, no one's going to really listen to it, right? And I have been overwhelmed with the amount of response that I've gotten from people saying, I had no idea. I didn't know this is how we were supposed to do it. I've never seen anybody walk through something and live it out in front of anybody. And et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, we're, we're a, uh, uh, yeah, so these are this is real life tools that from straight from the word of God that God gave us to to partner uh with by faith uh we believe that when we speak something out it releases it into the into the heavenly atmosphere and it gives God something to work with it it the angels hearken unto the word of God. It can be because we spoke it or because he spoke it, but it's the word of God. And so it sets things in motion when we say what we believe. You 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 think something in your mind and then it comes out your mouth. And there's a scripture for that. And then it gets in your heart. And so this is why we're doing this podcast to to release this faith builder in in the face of of bad news. Yeah, Proverbs 15:4 says, "When you speak healing words, you offer others fruit from the tree of life. But unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their spirit." Wow. I mean, how how much more plain can it get? If so bad words would be um, well, Grandma had this, and she died, and I guess I'm going to die too. It's hereditary. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. in my family gets this, mm-hmm. and you just start. Everything you say is is giving darkness another foothold in your life. So it works both ways. Yeah, Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yeah. So uh, in 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 the Old Testament, it's uh, um, in Genesis. He, he says, "Choose choose you this day." Choose life. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, uh, don't choose the good way. Right. Uh, Why know, would you want the bad way? Yeah, he, he, he's, he, he's saying we have a choice in this. And, and, and because we choose to have trust in God, that's what we're going to say out of our mouth. Right. Proverbs 13, 3 says, guard your words and you'll guard your life. But if you don't control your tongue, it'll ruin everything. That's right. And these scriptures are not just for healing. This is for anything in your life. Yeah. In uh, we should have looked more of these up. They're just popping. Up. They're, <laughs> sorry, they're just popping up, and I didn't look. But there's another one that says, you know, guard your tongue because it it's a it, it can be like a Lowell's, fire. Oh, fire! Or yeah. it can be like the rudder of a ship. Yeah. So if your tongue is speaking bad things, you can burn the house down. Mm-hmm. If you're speaking life, then then life comes. So you get what you say. You you. you you walk in, you're building a life in front of you with what you believe and what you say and what you think about. And like I said, it's not just for healing. It's like, what if you really watched what you said? What would it do to your marriage? What would it do to your finances? What would it do to your relationships? We actually practiced this on purpose. We would catch each other uh, speaking death. That's what we called it, mm-hmm. like partnering with with a lie the dark side if you and if you're speaking a lie we would say oh do you really want that yeah is that is that what you want to have happen mm-hmm. and we would do it with a smile and we you know it's not condemnation we're not right. attacking each other right and uh we'd walk you know somebody walk around like you'd say, say oh that just kills me yeah or yeah. that's uh, not something i that never you want to i say. never i never get 
I never get the best. I, yeah. I always just, I almost always just barely miss it every yeah. time. Yeah. And our confession. I never win. Our confession is, is bad. Yeah. I mean, so, so we would. You need catch an accountability you. partner. That's Because so, you don't know what you're saying sometimes. You just don't realize that you're saying these things. Yeah. Our confession is supposed to be life. We're supposed to speak life. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Romans. You got another scripture? Oh, Sure. We'll do one more. Romans ten seventeen. faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, you want to increase your faith? Speak the word. And, and Don't speak death. And speak it's not the a, word of God. It's not a slot machine. No, it's not. It's not a not. one time, oh, I'm going to speak no. it, and then God has to perform it. No. No, no you believe this, mm-hmm. and it should come out of your mouth as a like, a, like Marla's a fighter. And so she's using these things like a sword. Mm-hmm. Like, or a 12-gauge shotgun, whichever you prefer. I like the shotgun because it makes a big boom. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when whenever something comes, like I, I have pain come in different places in my body, and I just say, nope. It's not, not nope, going to go I'm there. The, I'm the healed of the Lord. Thank you for reminding me about my body, Satan. Uh, you know, and I just I just refuse to to agree with and prophesy death. I, I'm going to agree with the Word of God. Yeah, and another thing that we've done, and I know we have to close, but... Um, another thing that we've done is we have not retreated. We've pushed forward and we're, we're, yeah. our goal is to keep advancing the kingdom of God, not to retreat and hole up in a cave, um, but to go forward and uh, take ground during this time. Yep, be a blessing no matter what. So, so we're hoping that, uh, that you will take this and add it to your toolbox of faith and put this in action in your life and speak the word of God. Find scriptures that have a promise that prophesies the outcome of what you want to see happen in your situation. And then write it down. Write it on your mirror in your bathroom. Uh, you know, put it on your notes in your phone and play it back to yourself when you're driving to work. Do something with it and stick with it and Put it down inside your heart. Believe it with your heart, and and say it out of your mouth. Yeah, it'll it's change the atmosphere. Confession. Yep, it'll, it'll change the atmosphere all around you. So thank you for being with us today. Yes, we we uh, we just love doing podcasts. We love doing life with you, and we're so thankful that you listened today. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Outpouring International podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com. We'll see you later.